Hello, I'm Melanie Riding and this is the Riding Footloose podcast. These podcasts are also available in video and sometimes written format and can be found at youtube.com forward slash riding footloose or riding2nz.com. Thank you for listening and do give me some feedback. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts. Hello, um, here is this week's slightly later than usual because something important was happening today, video blog. Now, this week has been quite a week for events and it's interesting because we are coming up in a week, just over a week's time to the one year anniversary of the day that I lost my leg. So my social media memories have reached the point where the ankle bled out and I was panic-stricken and called a district nurse. Now, from there, what happened was I was taken back via ambulance to Dunedin, and they found that the whole graft was blocked. And then after that, obviously, no what happened next. Anyway, um, what has been going on this week? Well, here we are. This week was the first week that I deliberately went out with the leg uncovered um, and three-quarter length, well, just below the knee length, leggings on. Now, the, this, the consistent feedback from that has been that everybody really loves the understated jazziness of it. Because of its colour, if it doesn't stand out and scream prosthetic leg to you, but when you look at it more closely, you can see that it obviously is. A lot of people have said that they like that about it and that unless you're actually staring at it, you might not even notice that it is a prosthetic leg. So I really like that about it. And I didn't intend for that to happen when I chose that colour. But yeah, understated jazziness. I quite like that. I also um, went to SIT to speak to the student nurses about the healthcare system experience of mine. And quite a few different top things came out of that. They were surprised at how little the patient is sometimes listened to, how many mistakes can be made really easily, and how um, the, the idea of rehab, in my opinion, was to get me back to where I was, and that wasn't the idea of rehab. It was, can you walk around the block? They couldn't quite believe that you're like ejected into the system like that. And they were quite surprised at the difference between ACC and the public health system. But yeah, it was really interesting conversation with them. And we did some like practical one-legged tests so that they could see what it was like to only have one leg, sort of. And the first question I got asked was, how do they know how much leg to chop off? Really good question. So I took uh, the bike leg and all the liners and things like that and showed them how it works. Um, really great. Uh, opportunity for them to talk to an amputee and ask upfront questions without feeling self-conscious about it. One of them asked, did I modify my clothing? Yes, I do. I put a zip up the inside leg of all my trousers so that I can get them on and off easily. Um, but yeah, so yes, and I did not expect my me to, I did not expect to be able to talk for three hours. <laughs> the person that asked me to go there is a client of uh, Riding to Health and she said, I, uh, could I go and talk to them about my experiences? Yes, sure I can. Um, can you fill three hours? What? Oh my God, no. No, no, no. Well, well, well you know, start at one o'clock and see how far you go. Well, yeah, I did fill three hours. <laughs> so anyway, that uh, was my experience this week with the leg. When I wore the 
three quarter length pants uh, early on in the week. I did it like as a trial run. And my, I was feeling a lot more self-conscious about it than anything else in uh, that happened to me. It was almost like nothing was different. And the last time I remember, you know, right at the very beginning of this whole thing, I did, did go out once or twice and then started covering it up because the response that I got was pointing and staring and, you know, sort of like this sort of thing. That's what actually started the t-shirts. This time, nothing much was said, hardly anybody noticed. And a lot of people have said, maybe it's because I am more upright, more confident, more smooth at my uh, mobility. And perhaps that was the reason. So I don't know, but I'm glad that I've done it. And it, I was uh, need to gain confidence from that uh, moving into summer because I don't want to be wearing trousers all the way through summer. We are coming up to the end of the Training for Independence programme with physiotherapy. Um, so what that means is that he has been doing some retesting. I was tested at the beginning of the six months, in the middle of the six months, and again at the end of the six months. Now, I know that I've made progress. I can see that. But what I tend to block out the was and just look at the now and what's next uh, so it's really good to actually be reminded of the progress that I've made. For example, he said at the beginning of this physio program, I couldn't walk. And I've gone from that to being able to walk with crutches to being able to walk without crutches. Uh, even something as simple as that, I just forget that it's only actually been six months. I remember at physio the very first time I walked across the room without the, without using the crutches. I had him video it. So, it, yeah, I've asked him to give me a copy of the report so that I can see the results for myself. But it was really interesting to go through it all. I was able to climb up and down the stairs way faster. I remember the first time I was doing it, I could barely get up the stairs and I had to use the handrail. I was able to get sit down, stand up off a chair, heaps more of them in one minute. Um, getting up and carrying a glass of water and walking around a little thing and coming back. Everything was a lot easier than I remember it being the last time we tried it. The only thing that we didn't make progress with was the walking distance. Now, I know that that was going to be the case. And we actually almost didn't do the test at all. But I said I wanted to do it because I wanted to see whether it was the same, worse or what I wanted to actually compare it. So what we found was that I was able to walk for the same amount of time before the claudication pain started in my calf. But in that time, I was walking faster and got twice as far. So that was interesting, too. Um, I can't walk, still can't walk more than 10 minutes. But in that 10 minutes, I get further. So, yes, it is still progress, even though it's not the progress that I want. After a couple of weeks, uh or perhaps more, of uh, discussions with the local um, Disabled Athlete Foundation and uh, the local Harriers Running Club. It's taken a group of us to get to this point, but I went out onto the um, estuary loop with somebody from the Southland Harriers. I wanted to enter the Southland Festival of Running. It used to be out here on this main road, but they've moved it to an off-road estuary loop that I used to walk quite frequently. I've not been able to get right round it for a really long time. When I was doing my walking practice every day, I was able to get 
maybe a kilometre and a half of round the five kilometres and I could never get any further than that. So uh, bearing in mind that at the weekend I got the wheelchair and I went out to the park run. That's the only um, one and only time I've done 5Ks in this wheelchair. This um, The Harriers asked me would I come out and recce the route that they were planning to do the festival of running on. I said sure. Now I'd never been down to this route in the wheelchair before so and I didn't have time to do it beforehand either but I was able to get around the 5k estuary loop relatively easily and I have therefore after the committee met been allowed to enter the festival of running this is a really big step forwards in disability inclusion because they've never had a wheelchair entry before I am their first wheelchair entry and I am, I think I'm going to be the only wheelchair entry because they're going to trial it this year under race conditions and see how I go with all the other people around and then decide how they might roll that out moving forward. So that is really exciting that I've been able to get such a big step forwards in disability inclusion locally. I'm feeling quite excited about it. The 5k loop, it is almost irrelevant. It was the fact that I wasn't allowed just because I had a wheelchair. So I'm feeling really excited about the fact that I now can. And the last development is the duathlon. Now, the duathlon has been going every month for the last four months and it was meant to be the winter duathlon series. You will remember if you've been watching these video blogs that I entered them right at the beginning and did them on the mountain bike with a dropper post. One time the dropper post didn't work and I wasn't sure how I was going to get off. Um, the second time I thought the dropper post was working and it wasn't. I couldn't get it to drop. It would only go up. That's right. But would go down but not go up. So I had to actually start with the seat up and propped against a... Um, oh no, we did a track start. Me and Ross, we did a track start because the seat dropper post wasn't working. Then the third month um, didn't happen because we ended up in lockdown. So I did it out here, did it on the trainer here in this room and went for a walk down the farm track. The fourth and final one was today. Now, I was hoping by the end of this mini uh, winter series to be able to get the racing bike out on the road. I have been working hard on how to stop and start on a bike that is not modified and I uh, wouldn't say that I'm super confident at it but I'm, I know that I can do it safely. I just need to practice it more so that I've got it in my head that everything is going to be fine. However, this is what happened this morning. It's fair to say, feeling slightly terrified about the weather today. Um, apparently it's not hailstoning at the race circuit, so <laughs> let's hope it doesn't. And apparently the surface they, is one that they use in all weathers for road bikes. So yeah, I um, the only reason I'm not taking the mountain bike is because I can't fit it in the car along with the wheelchair. Otherwise I might. So I'm about to embrace my fears once and, um, well, uh, I'm not gonna say once and for all because I embrace my fears every day, every time I do something new with this leg. But today is the duathlon, it's the final one. And to this time I am going to take the wheelchair and the bike um, because I am never going to be able to get that 
1k walk faster and it'll always cause me pain and the wheelchair is easier and less painful and it will also mean my transitions will be quicker because I'm going to put my bike leg on and my bike shoe on whilst I'm on the in the wheelchair and I'm just going to leave my walking leg in the car because I'm not going to need it so yeah so all I'll have to do in the in, in the changeover is switch from wheelchair to crutches put my hat on wish me luck so I was slightly terrified. I was looking at the window. I was looking for a million reasons why not to do that race today. I have got a courtesy car at the moment because my car is in the garage and the courtesy car is smaller. So there is no way that I could get the mountain bike in it. I could only just fit the mountain bike in my own car. So I was either going to have to take the racing bike or not go at all. And the weather was so awful, I almost didn't. But I had arranged a handler and she messaged me and said, oh, well, you know, maybe it's not um, hailstoning, excuse me, hailstoning down there. Well, that is entirely possible around here. It can be not hailstoning around the corner. That's what the weather's like around here. Um, but, and I'd arranged for her to come and she got up early and I thought, oh, I actually, sh I made a big deal about getting a helper. I actually really should go. So I decided to drive down with the racing bike and assess the situation. If it really was too horrendous, then I wouldn't do it. However, when I got down to Teratonga Park, the sun was shining. It was wet. The track was wet, but the sun was shining. And actually, the sun shined all morning until about 10 seconds before I finished. And then the rain started. So actually, I was really, really lucky with the weather. So I planned this time, because we haven't yet um, settled the running blade argument, I planned this time to use the wheelchair for the two run legs now if i was racing under power triathlon rules i would not be allowed to do this because i have to either be on two feet or not on two feet across the board but i thought i'd do it and it out the race organizer was okay well you know there's no no titles at stake here it doesn't matter so i put the the racing bike and the wheelchair in transition and it looked quite comical because yeah disabled and fancy bike right next to each other. Anyway, plan was um, to speed up the transitions if I could, uh, to go smoothly and safely on the bike and stop at start and stop without an issue. And yeah, that was it. That was my goals. Oh, and to use the, the aero bars for some of the time, because when you've got a clo more closed hip angle, it you're at a power disadvantage. When you've already got a leg disadvantage, you're at a major disadvantage. So I've had to work really, really uh, slowly at getting my leg used to being down in that crouchy position. So they were my goals. So um, the race starts, they all run off and, and then there's me trundling in the wheelchair. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Um, a bit, I didn't quite, didn't like that too much, but apart, after I'd got past that, it was all fine. They've seen me before, so I didn't have the wow. They've all seen me before and they're all talking to me and things like that, which was nice. Everything was a bit more normal. And I did the, the run lap in the wheelchair straight into transition all the way up to the racking. All I had to do, because I put my bike shoe on and the bike leg on. Well, I don't need my feet if I'm sitting in a wheelchair, do I? So I put the bike leg on and the bike shoe on. And all I needed to do was get out of the wheelchair, put my helmet on and get the crutches. That was the end of the transition. And then crutched it out of the other end of the shed. And she pushed my bike and then we swapped. I got on really quite easily. 
helped by a slightly downward slope, and off I went onto the rack. Now, it's a two and a half K loop, and the start finish straight is the longest section of the loop. It was also into a headwind, and along the start finish straight, every time I went round, I used the aero bars from one end of the finish straight to the other. And that really pleased me that I was able to do that all four times. Um, the leg was pretty tired by the time I got to the end of the finish straight and I was able to sit back up and go, oh my God, oh my God. I was able to manage the pain of the calf, which does set in um, during the bike, well enough and offload onto the other knee when I needed to. And then when I came in at the end of the bike section, I stopped um, safely and gave her the bike. She gave me the crutches and off I went sat in the chair and where we go. It all went really well. I buggered up the watch because I pressed the wrong button and stopped and started the time instead of changing the the uh, sections in the two bike and transition and blah, blah, blah. So I'm still waiting for the timing, but I don't really give two hoots actually about the timing. It's probably faster across all across the board, but I don't care if it is or not because all the plans that I had for the race all went swimmingly. I know now that I can do a mount from crutches from a standing start with the bike leg on and I don't need assistance. So that makes me a happy person. So now what I need to do is figure out what next. It's really difficult to decide because I have entered a whole lot of swimming races. I officially am not supposed to use a wheelchair if I'm racing as a para-athlete. Um, supposed to be on two feet. I can't walk 5k. I know I can't. Even with crutches, I couldn't. Um, we need to get the running blade so I can offload and maybe run with crutches. But until we've settled that little argument, there's nothing more I can do. So I'm just back in a little old waiting game. Meanwhile, I'm just going to keep on working on the cardio fitness with the cycling and hopefully the weather's going to get a bit better and I'll be able to get actually out on the road a few more times. I might keep to my 6k loop. It sounds a bit boring, but it means every six kilometres I've got the option to stop and go in the house or not. If I go out into the countryside, I have to get back, which is a bit of a problem if I come upon a mechanical issue with me or the, or the bike. So that's my grand plan moving forwards. My next actual race I've got entered for is January and it is a swim race in Lake Wanaka. Until then, I've got a few things in the pipeline, but like I say, it depends on the mechanics of the other things and I can't control it. So, all in all, feeling relatively positive about all the things that have happened this week. Have a lovely week wherever you are in the world and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.